We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I am James. I'm making out with my microphone right now because it's being dumb and the only way it will pick up my voice is if it is basically like in my esophagus. Just watch those. Well, well. (laughs) if you guys could see the size of the microphone, you'd be very impressed. (laughs) And you'd wonder, why is Aaron doing this as a hobby? (laughs) Um, On our show, we like to talk. About things related to <laughs> pop culture. And not so pop culture. And this week we're talking about a movie that is the one of, maybe the, I don't, I guess I'm not going to make that. It's the most popular movie, uh, highest selling movie in September that's ever, any September, name <laughs> a September, this one has outsold it, um, opening weekend wise. Uh, highest grossing horror movie of all time. Highest grossing September opening of all time. And uh, one of the biggest movies of the year. All of this according to? Uh, Mark's stupid geek movie chart website. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. That that I'm really interested in and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, got to make fun of Mark. Right. Um, it. The movie. The, the adaptation. Sec- the second adaptation. Of the book by Stephen King. Yes. Um, that we saw. We had a meetup. We sure did. Um, we had our first meetup and it was fun awesome it was like really really fun it was fine it was fun is what i was gonna (laughs) say but then i was like that's not enough the fact that you you were like it was awesome it was (laughs) (laughs) well guys this week (laughs) (laughs) the f stands for (laughs) um (laughs) my god we're punchy Let's record a podcast. We're just getting started. Um, we saw it, and we had... I talked about it on the on the group, Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. We met up, and then we watched a movie. Uh-huh. And made fun of trailers. And now we're going to talk about the movie. But we're not going to do it alone. No, we're not. Everyone say hello to Chad. But not yet. Don't say hi yet. Okay, you can say hi. New Matt already said hi. Oh, dang it. So I can Paulette talk probably now, right? did, too. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, can talk now. <laughs> How's it going? I thought I was actually I had a perfect joke with your f- like financially drained, but then I was like, I can't talk. So yeah. No, you can't. Was, yeah. yeah. But it was funny in my mind. Well, you clearly were going to bring the fire. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Chad was actually the guy with the idea to have the meetup. It's true. Oh, yeah, I was. That's the only reason he's here. So, Chad, what were you thinking when you thought of that idea? So, to, full honesty. So, yeah. I had a podcast. Uh, no, lie to a, us. Uh, I am lying to you right okay. now. Uh, I had a podcast about a year and a half uh, to two years ago. And, uh, you know, uh, when I was watching you, like, well, not watching, but listening to your podcast and everything, your following is a lot more involved than anybody else was with ours. So, I thought it was really, really neat how that was. Like, everybody's into it and, like, talking and offering advice and posting. I mean, there's at least five posts every day, and they're all interesting. They're not boring at all. Uh, except for Mark's. God, Mark, come on. But um, the, the, those posts that, <laughs> that he emails me, and I'm like, put that on the group. He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, it'll be fine. We I won't make fun w- of you at all. I thought it was really interesting, Mark. She did not. <laughs> I didn't see the post. But I'm going to go back, and I'm going to look for it, and then I'm going to read it, and... 
pretend to find it really interesting, Mark. No, but I thought it would be it would be neat because uh, I, I felt like if you had a get together, people would would actually come. Yeah, because we did that with ours. We had a meetup, and then it was just like me and the other two guys from the podcast. Like, well, did just anybody know you were doing a podcast? Uh, I didn't. I mean, I knew you had done one like years and years and years ago with my brother and Sean. It was because it was yeah. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. Uh, it was a little raunchier than me and Sean and Brian wanted it. Um, uh, mainly because there's uh, I don't know if Dan listens to this, but Dan uh, he made it a little bit raunchier than we we liked, and so uh, it got to the point that we all had code names except for Dan. Okay. Because we didn't want our names attached to the podcast got because it. it was getting so raunchy. So. That was kind of part of the reason why it wasn't that popular. But it was neat because it gave me the experience of being on a podcast. And uh, But seeing yours, it's very popular. I thought it was uh, uh, it was a neat idea. You hear so. that, guys? We're very popular. No, you guys yeah. are. You guys, <laughs> you guys have a lot of patrons, and I'll be your fifth $5 one. Great. So we need yeah, big yeah, number Chad four. Is, Chad has committed. <laughs> yeah. As soon as that giveaway, as soon as the spot that will get the giveaways to open, Chad's there for that. Yeah. You know, actually, that's not... That's not bad. It, so if you're listening and you're like, yeah, but uh, what are we going to get? Two more people on that $5 yeah, thing? We've basically got one. We've got one who's just waiting for you, the mm-hmm. listener, to take that coveted number four spot in the $5 tier. Yep. Or or you can get the 10 or 25 or 50 if you want. I mean, like, we're not going to stop you from spending hey, more you money. you want to give us 50 bucks a month? Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that I'll will... design you a real nice t-shirt. Yeah. And, 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 and show. And, yeah. And let you pick the topic for a show. Yeah. Within reason. Right. They'd probably have us do time travel. <laughs> We're not a now time travel Now I totally podcast. want to do $50. I would totally do it for time travel. Would you accept it if I did that? I mean, that's basically we, every other episode of our show. But we yeah, would. I mean, yeah, I'll talk for I mean, an hour about time yes. travel. <laughs> yes, we would. <laughs> um, so, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so Chad is willing to be the, the silent fourth person if you want to be the fifth. Uh huh. Um, and we'll start doing those giveaways for our recommendations each month. Yeah. But not yet, because not Chad's waiting for you. Yes, I am. Um, so, should we? By the way, Happy Death Day is going to weaponize the Fifty Cent song. Uh, it's your birthday. They're really gonna like turn that into like, ooh, here's that Fifty Cent song again. In that trailer. Okay. Each each, each time she woke up with. Oh, she woke up to that. Yeah. Song playing. In, in I don't. I don't know the song. Club? Anyways, to the who's windows. Fi- the who's our fifty cent expert? Anyone? Anyone? No. No, I'm sorry. No. Anyways. I don't think I actually do own a fifty cent CD. I bet it has really? the song on it. It's the massacre. I listened to it mm. a lot senior year of college. I'm not sure it has that song on it. Vanessa listened to it too. I we that, we, we but both this is got, my surprised face. We both have a copy of that album, and we both listened to it a lot. You know why, Ben? Oh. Well, ben introduced me to a single song on that, and I was like, I dig this song. So what do so, you guys think of it? Well, question. Sorry for ruining it. <laughs> no, no, but I, th- I think it matters. Um, have you? I think seeing the movie, it matters whether you've read the book before or you've seen the ma- miniseries or both. Okay. I, have, um, re- I read the book two years ago. Mm-hmm. Read around exactly two years ago. Um, and then I, I, I own the miniseries... Mm-hmm. And I've seen it at some point because whenever I see Harry Anderson on screen, I'm like, that's my grandpa's name. Did I know it was a miniseries? I Have think it's a miniseries in name only. It's like a three-hour movie. That's what yeah. I thought. But like, 
in terms of like it, you show 45 minute segments on tv yeah it's so a it made like four episodes right yeah they were big into miniseries in the 80s they really were yeah i have 91. seen the miniseries circa middle schoolish. okay and then i have not read the book i have purposely not read the book i wanted to wait until after i had seen this movie right i don't think i'm gonna wait until 2043 or whenever part two is coming out right um I'll read the book before then. All right. Here's here's my first my first note. So I was thinking about it and doing math, and I was like, the miniseries came out in 1990, 27 years ago, which is exactly the same amount of time between when it comes out, and it would be super cool. And also the worst if it was the. If, like, the book had come out 27 years prior, but that would be also 54 years ago. So, Oh, I thought you were going to say it would be super cool if the next chapter came out 27 well, years from now, which is why I said, and it would also be the worst. Right. And I thought about that. If they boyhooded it. Yeah. Like, I mean, because they were talking about, like, who's who are they going to cast as the adults and whatever. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about that. Who do you think? Um. Well, let's go. Hold on. Let's okay, get into so, that. Yeah, let's get back to that. Um, I think it would be fun if they... Well, no, fun isn't the right word. It would solve that problem if they just had the, the... problem of which Hollywood actors they should right. cast right. in this super highly grossing movie. Right. The The problem, the only real complication with that, there's only one. And that is making sure all, what, eight of, how many? Six? Seven. Seven. Stay alive. Yeah. Stay alive and stay like in acting and whatever long enough to do that also in 27 years is bill skarsgård going to be able to dance like pennywise anymore i mean i guess they could just cgi it they just, they just use clips from the movie <laughs> i mean they could i've like seen this <laughs> um, the time traveling yeah there you go yeah yeah um well we're but, not a time travel podcast chad <laughs> we are not a time travel podcast you're not technically podcast. tech yet yeah um <laughs> all right so should we shall we cast? Shall we discuss movies? Shall we? What shall we do? Well, so you asked what somebody asked uh, what we thought of it. Yeah, I asked. It. It was, okay, yeah. and then we just didn't answer. Right, Chad. Sorry. Well, I was asking just who Chad. saw it before, or because yeah. I saw. So I read the book this summer. Okay, this past summer, and then I watched fifteen minutes of the miniseries uh-huh. two weeks ago. Okay. Um, Why only fifteen minutes? Because I got distracted with carrot cake upstairs. Oh, that's I mean, a yeah. good reason. I get it. It was yeah. pretty good, and I just didn't go back downstairs. Anyway, uh, so I've seen the miniseries probably about like two or three years ago. Okay. So the book was very, very fresh in my mind going okay. into it. Okay. Yeah. So, and the book was not was only fresh in my mind in terms of like, oh, I kind of remember some things. So not. Not, but like, <laughs> but like, I can be like, like when Chad has did you do a top 10 thing on your on your other show yeah Is that what i'm recalling yeah um yeah. i used to do a top david 10. letterman over here um right. number 10. i think i think i'll be i think i'll be able to be like oh yeah i remember that um but i might not be able like um to remember like specifics okay <sighs> i liked it i went into it with like no expectations. I didn't think I would be scared by it. And that was my only expectation for it. Okay. I was not scared by it. Yeah. Actually, I, one of, one of my notes is that the, the painting lady was the scariest thing about the whole movie. Okay. Um, just because that sort of like warped. Yeah. Appearance yeah. is a thing that I find unsettling, but the rest of it, I didn't think was that 
I mean, there were some jump scares. There were moments I was startled. There was definitely a lot of unsettling imagery. Right. But I didn't, like, come home and leave all the lights on. Sure. I also enjoyed it. Um, Some things, some problematic things were pointed out to me after the fact where I was like, oh, yeah, that does kind of suck. But... Um, well, now they, I want to know what those were. They, uh, we, well, we can get to them. Okay. Um, the, I, I wonder if they'll be on Chad's list. Probably. Um, about Ben and Mike. Yeah, yeah. That yeah that's on his list. That's, that's on my list. Yeah. Um, I hadn't noticed that. See, one of the things I forgot, I thought that, we'll get to it. Um, I enjoyed it. it. It wasn't scary to me at all. At all. Um, I was nervous because uh, our friend Ashkan, hi Ashkan. Hi Ashkan. Had set Ooh. up. Uh, the first like the pre-credit scene, yeah, yeah, as being like like everyone he's who he's seen it with has been like freaked out, and I was Is that like the the boat scene, yeah, yeah, that um, everybody's already seen because it's in the trailers, right? But like you see the thing happen, yeah, and he, oh, can we just go ahead and say, yeah, there will probably yeah. be spoilers. In there this will episode. be spoilers, yeah. yeah. Um, so when he rips Georgie's arm off, and like his teeth do the like like extend into piranha teeth thing, yeah. And then he rips his arm off, and then he does the like slinky arm to grab yeah him to grab Georgie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that was was scary. That yeah, was it no. was silly. Like I like I was like if this is gonna be the caliber of of what we're bringing to the thing, then it's this is silly. Yeah. For me, it was disturbing, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, and you know, um, I've watched the miniseries beforehand, and that scene like was like okay because in the miniseries you don't really see what happens. Right. You see Tim Curry kind of smile and open his mouth and then that's it um but when i started reading the book it was after i had my son right yeah and so it's like reading that thing in the book it gets really intense and it bothered me yeah like it wasn't scary but it, it bothered me and sure. so going into the movie theater and seeing that scene happen and going i could see my kid doing that sure and like yeah. talking to somebody in the sewer and like it didn't get me from a like, oh, this is a scary, like, normal point of view. It got me from a, I could see my kid getting eaten by a clown in the right. sewer right. point of view. Uh-huh. Um, I just imagine my daughter, and actually your 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 oldest daughter, too. Uh-huh. Like, Pennywise shows up and is like, hey, I got your boat. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Then my boat, and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And Pennywise was like, can I? <laughs> but I, do you want it? We all float. You know what? Get out this of here, is, kid. This is not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Screw your boat. <laughs> yeah. Now, Matt, on the other hand, yeesh. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, Lila would talk her way out of that one without even meaning to. <laughs> yeah. Both of my kids, I mean, he might take them, but on like the fourth or fifth iteration of how far I'll go from Moana, I think he would spit them back out. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, no, no, this is my personal hell. <laughs> yeah. Pennywise beats his match. Yep. <laughs> um. All right. So, my. So. Here's the thing. It is not scary because of the monsters. Right. The the point, as I recall from the book and as I got from the movie, is that the reason these kids are able to fight and defeat the monster is because their real life, the actual kid stuff that is happening to them, like high school Mm -hmm. and like being a girl... And like being bullied and stuff, yeah, is all so much scarier than yeah. than Pennywise. Having your dad like molest you and yeah. like control you and abuse you is so much scarier. Oh yeah, than some sure. monster. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that that was what, you know, having to kill a sheep. Yeah. Like point blank. Look it in the eyes yeah. and shoot it. Yeah. Is scarier than, you know, all, you know, being being black in a mostly white town. Yeah. In, in you know, in the 80s or any time. Well, and the book took place in the 60s, right? The 50s. book took place, yeah, 27 years before 80. Uh, it was like, like five. Yeah. All the kids were born in like 47 in the book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, 19, uh, the 11, uh, crap, 2756 book. 11, 26, 63. 20, yeah, that one yeah. has Beverly Marsh right. and Richard yeah. in it. Okay. That's a question that I have, but go ahead and say your thing. For the longest time, Aaron only knew Beverly and Richie as being... Little blip characters in eleven twenty two sixty three, but in that book, as you know, you're like, oh, these kids are in something else. Like, they yeah. he wouldn't just introduce these kids and have them like have a shared secret that the main character never gets to learn if they're not right. character. Like that's if you if you're ever reading a Stephen King book and it meets a character that seems real developed, go for, on Wikipedia. They're they're yeah, from they something else. So my question, I my second, I only have like five notes, but my second note is based on eleven twenty two sixty three. Yeah, I thought Richie was the main character. Right, like I thought he was. That confused Bill. me too. Right, is that not so? In in this adaptation, Richie is like a secondary character. I mean, like he's part of the core group, but he's like the sidekick. In because it's a Stephen King book, they're all main characters. Well, yeah, but Bill is the is um, the leader. I didn't get that. I got it because they, um, uh, at least from what I remember, and this may be because it's fresh in my mind. But most of the kids moved away, except for like right. certain ones. Richie and Bevy hadn't moved away yet. Oh, okay. Only Mike. Stayed. See, that's the other thing yeah. because I haven't seen the original right. since middle school, and I right. haven't read the book. I keep forgetting that there's an entire second half of the story right. mm-hmm. that I have no familiarity with. Right. Um. Which brings me to my third note. How will chapter two work? Right. Um, in the book, let me just say, like magic. Well, in the book, it's all interwoven, right? It's interwoven so that um, the kids are, finding, are, are encountering Pennywise for the first time. And the adults don't remember. So they're encountering Pennywise for the first time also. Wait. The adults don't remember the time they battled a murderous sewer clown? So here's something that maybe a second viewing of the movie will show you. And okay. well, you, you saw it with the dad. Adults and cops and, and people in authority don't see anything. Right. Yeah. Sure. So but kids adults are just... and cops and people with authority, well, I guess theoretically could have battled him 27 years ago and just don't remember. As they become adults, they forget. They forget the fear of so being a kid. There's a, there's a hook. But how do you forget the time you and your friends all battled a murderous sewer clown? Because you start being able to, to rationalize fear. your fear. No. Yes. Yeah, that's what, that's what it I is. I don't buy it. Also, no, it also, I'm sorry, uh, Stephen King, also, but I don't buy it. Also, prepubescent group sex. But in <laughs> well, the well, yeah, movie, how do you, yeah, how do you number forget nine. that? <laughs> well, because, and so the, the, the explanation, let's just really quick get into this. In the book, there's, a, there's an upsetting kind of weird scene where... The girl has sex with all the guys. Yeah, because and and in the book it's presented in the movie in this version of the movie it's like a blood ritual. Right? I think like, they do a blood ritual in too. The book too, but they do the blood ritual <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Like nothing right. in particular happens in the sewer. Right. The, what in I, this movie, Stephen King has explained that as basically they're pre they're like right on the edge of being, you know, teenagers, right, and kids, and so they're right on that line 
so they they do an adult they have an adult act right that pushes them over into adulthood was there one in this movie? I don't remember no. there being anything no. in particular. Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the, yeah. Um, and I think that's fine. I mean, I'm glad that they didn't do the, hey, how about if you all bang me? Right. And then we'll be grownups. <laughs> right. I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Because it was Bevy's idea. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm going to call her Bevy. That's fine. Because yeah. From that's, the levy. Right. Yeah, because that's what I know her as. Right. Um, it was her idea in the book, right? right. She was like, hey, she's like, everybody she, bang me and then we'll all be grownups and she's we like, fight this murderous sewer clown. I know what we have to do. Yeah, she's like that. She's like, well, <laughs> what's what's then, upset, what's weird? What's weird for me is that her one of her rumors that follow her around is that that yeah, that she's super slutty, right? And so it's and like there's a like these are my quartet, if you will. Yeah. So it's not super. I'm not just banging random dudes, right? Um, it's it's it feels weird. And but Stephen King made a great point, and I want to make it here. He's like. People get really hung up on that scene, but not the the other scenes of horrible child murders. Like, right? <laughs> like this this book has one of those, and then like fifty kids getting horribly mutilated, but only people focus on the one thing. Well, that's because you you come to expect from the quote master of horror right. that kids will be mutilated. Right. That's yeah, like group a a, a weird child group sex scene ritual. Yeah, doesn't fit into the parameters yeah. that you ex- that most people expect right. going in. I mean, because of the weird deep dive I've done on Stephen King, it surprises me absolutely Zero. not right. at all. Right. But um, so basically, <laughs> I am not most people. It's not that Stephen King is saying that as you become an adult, you stop being afraid of stuff and you just forget what it was like to be a kid. Right. Well, that's, ex- that's that. But also <laughs> the added, he is saying that, but also the added ingredient of, Pennywise's alien thing that right. he, they, I hope they, they don't do that, that in the movie. But like the thing of Pennywise is that when you're an adult, you don't remember him. Oh yeah, no, and I and I I, I like, got that. Yeah. I just that's I why all those was, things happened 27 years, and no one was like, everyone was like, oh, I guess that happened. I don't know. That's why you well, saw the balloon in the back of the car when it went by when right. he was getting cut up. Right. When who was getting cut up? Uh, Remember when ben. ben was getting cut up by oh, the bullies yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the car went yeah, by yeah, in a yeah. balloon? And that TV show they were watching, doesn't that come in the book? That like they're being like brainwashed by the TV? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I but it was a radio, scene. not TV. Yeah, right. But well, so yeah, like it was the, yeah, it was they're, they're watching that TV show and it's like, why are yeah. these adults always watching this children's TV show? And then if you listen to what the lady's saying, I mean, it gets more prevalent as, but she's yeah. been saying it since like the first time she's like, do you like the clowns? They can float below. Like she's saying Pennywise yeah. stuff. Okay. So, I mean, like, I understood that the adults can't see all of this. Right. I guess I didn't put together the fact that adults, the adults as children probably did experience this 27 years ago, right. and they have all forgotten. Right. So what's interesting to me, then, is all of a sudden in Chapter 2, the adults can see it. Well, because one of them... I, Mike in the book, I don't know who it's going to be because it might be Ben in this book. Bu- in the book, in the book, he was a super studious librarian dude too because okay. his dad had also been a super super studious librarian guy. Okay, um, he sort of they sort of well, this Boy. is going to be on his thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ben took his studiousness and they gave him killing sheep. I'm not sure they gave Mike killing sheep, but so in the book, Mike is the only one that stays in Derry. Okay, and Mike remembers. Mike remembers everything. Why does Mike remember everything? Because he never left. He stayed and he basically keeps studying. And yeah, oh, 
Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like this is a reference that maybe no one here will get, but kind of like Once Upon a Time, where you if you leave city lines, you forget. Oh, okay. I think I think that has something to do with it too. So he never okay. left, and also Derry is uh, seeped in evil. Well, yeah, I, re- I remember that yeah. from eleven twenty two right. sixty three. Um, so he sort of stays near it. Okay. Um, and he always remembers. And basically, the pact is, when shit starts to go down again, he's going to call everyone. Okay. How did he pull the short stick and have to stay in Derry? I believe he volunteered. He wanted to. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of his own. The, the difference from the movie. So Mike Hanlon, I think, was the Mike was like that, barely a character in the movie. Yeah. Which is funny because he, well, for the first half of the book, he wasn't really a main character in the book either. But then he became such a big He's, kind of driver of everything. He sort of has a watcher role in the first yeah. half of the book. Like sort of like summoning everyone back to the, because like they all get called. So it's the the structure of the first half of the book is like, Here's a deep dive into Beverly's life. It right. sucks. Um, and then she gets a call from Mike and, and heads off to Derry. Okay. Here's Bill's life. His life kind of sucks too a little bit. He gets a call from Mike, heads off to Derry. Okay. Yeah. Is but, Ben as big a character yeah. in yeah. the book? Yeah. Okay. Ben, ben, and, ben and Bill are basically like the twin. I guess I'm confused by why they took so much of Mike's stuff to give to Ben if Ben was already, like, one of the two main, like, mainest guys in the story. And they also took stuff away from Ben and threw it in the garbage. Yeah, they did. Ben was an architect dude. Oh. He built them, like, this cool-ass dam and stuff. Oh. And, like, he, he was, his thing was, like, he was good at assembling stuff and making stuff and building stuff that worked like magic. Okay. Well, that's what upset like the one disappointing thing of the entire movie. Yeah. No weapons. That, what? No weapons. No. no oh, okay. No. They had that, a sheep gun. Yeah. Right, but well, that that's on, on the list too. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's that the uh, stone throwing fight that's in the movie mm-hmm. does not come anywhere near the epicness of the book. Like it, that was the defining. Were moment. they like building catapults and shit? No, no it was it, just it was just like more of a like a a battle. Rather okay. than, holy shit, these kids are throwing rocks at us. Ow, one hit me in the head. I'm leaving. But it's also oh, when they okay. first stand up for themselves. Yeah. And, and so it starts and to come together as a group. Correct. And, stuff. and like, I feel like that was evident in the movie yeah. because you could see that it was meant to be, but right. not necessarily because, like. Yeah, the music swells. This, and this, yeah. is, this is why I prefer to see the movie first yeah. because right. I really enjoyed the movie because I didn't know what was missing. Right. I will now go back and read the book. And enjoy the book even more than the movie, but I will still I will have already enjoyed the movie, right? Right. And so my enjoyment of it won't be changed. Right. Bo- bonus features, exactly. Um, and and I plan to read it. I, I plan to read the book so, like relatively soon, yeah. So that I will have kind of forgotten some stuff, yeah. By the time the second one comes out, right? Like how you had like ran into Pennywise twenty seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> um, in the in the in the book. They also each of them uh, brings a magical. Chad stayed in dairy, guys. <laughs> yep. Actually, I, I came to this podcast to bring you guys back to Sterling. Oh no! Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, apt. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, kind of, but. Oh. Um, so in the book, each of them has a magical weapon. Okay. Um, of course so they do. For, let's just, you know, there's silver bullets and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, your list said something yeah. about silver bullet Should being I just a much. Go it? Um. Well, let me just say this one thing, and then yeah. you can go. Okay. Um, oh well, I bet. So Eddie having pills instead of a, of an inhaler. Yeah, yeah. It's on the list. Eddie's weapon is his inhaler. Okay. Um, because he's believed it helps him, he's instilled it with like imagination magic. Okay. So he basically like 
sprays Pennywise in the face with an inhaler, and Pennywise is like, oh, God. Oh, it's the albuterol. <laughs> so, right, exactly. He's allergic. Um, <laughs> um, so one of the... Pennywise's <laughs> one weakness is allergy to albuterol. Oh, <laughs> These antihistamines, they're so strong. Damn you, modern science. Um, <laughs> or the opposite. He finally can breathe again. He's like, okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, I'll finally. just be taking this. Um, I was really worried they were going to have Eddie just like throw some pills at him, which I guess <laughs> okay. would have looked silly. Um, but one of the things they have, it actually, there's a lot of parallels between this and hook. Um, I get, okay. Um, he has to, they all have to come back to dairy and basically the training montage in the adult scene is, Hey, remember imagination? No crap. Okay. <laughs> I hope you do because otherwise you're just going to get killed. And that's Mike talking. Yeah. Because okay. Mike's like, I hope you guys remember, and if you don't, you'll probably die here. Yeah. And like, so like, Eddie's did he like, remind them? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah I totally do remember when we fought the sewer clown. Their memories gradually come back uh, as, along with the, the plot re- being revealed as right. okay. like as they see it, we see it. Yeah. Okay. Vice versa. As okay. we see it happen, they remember it. But I How liked did, that about the plot. No, it, it was, it was did brilliant. The, did the miniseries have the adults? Yes. Yes. Harry Anderson was in it. Um... Seth uh, Green. Well, was Seth, Green was, Seth was, Green was was Richie. Ch- was childhood um, Richie. Right. A, a guy who you've seen in John early Ritter. 90s movies. John Ritter, right, was Ben. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ben in this movie, I bet this is on your list. They, like, Ben was supposed to be, like, fat, and then he, like, loses a lot of weight and gets all, like, nice looking as an adult. Okay. Um, They sure did play up that. I was like, oh, they just, whew, they casted that, they casted that hardcore, like, the kid was fat. I mean, like, yeah. like in in the in the miniseries and in the book, I pictured him as like husky. Okay, but I in this in I this mean, he was like. So they're looking to like they're gonna like Jerry O'Connell and that's stand what by I actually that's what I like visualized during Jerry yeah. O'Connell. Yeah, because honestly, this kid like watching the movie, I was like this ki- this kid really reminds me of Jerry O'Connell and Stand by yeah. Me. Yeah, I agree. I agree with yeah. that. Um, I guess list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my one other joke. Um, <laughs> it, and then I, ha- I came up with a with an alternate title. Uh-huh. Or, bikes and streets. Yes, they kept just dropping their bikes in the middle of the street. And so, okay, no, I want to talk about this. So they dropped their bikes in the middle of the street. They go into the creepy clown house. They battle the creepy clown. They come back out with Eddie and his broken arm. Uh, they come out a different. Uh, they come out onto a different street. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, because the bikes were suddenly miraculously not in the. Because they came out like the side of the house. Or okay. Something like that. Okay. I would have laughed so hard if it like panned over and the bikes were on the other like street over and a car crashes into yeah. it and all this <laughs> like, crap happens. It's just like yeah, just like small town life. <laughs> These damn kids. I mean, Eddie's mom. I was wondering why she was not parked on top of a pile of bikes. Right. <laughs> because right. she was on a different street. Right. Got it. All right. So Chad. Chad has a list. I have stuff about Eddie's mom too that I want that I was telling you in the movie. The the fact that she is Lee Harvey Oswald's mom from eleven twenty two sixty three and she all over again. She is a repeated character in Stephen King novels of basically um, succubus woman. Yeah, like thrives off other people's misery. Yeah, woman. Anyways, you haven't read eleven twenty two sixty three yet. Yeah, I have. You ha- oh, okay, yeah. you have. Yeah. Um, I will before this. I will say that it was one of the funniest movies I've seen too. It, the, I was cracking. Like in terms up. of it was like really yeah. funny. Yeah. 
Like it was it like felt, intentionally funny, yeah, yeah. not not just like a you know oh haha that was really you know those were some cheesy special effects. It wasn't like that at all. It and they, was like honestly like meant to be entertaining, funny. And they 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 threaded the needle of actually funny, but actually things kids would say. They didn't Dawson's Creek it at all. Yeah. And then they cast kids that were the age of the kids, uh-huh. so they could have the kids deliver lines that sounds like they were i wonder i would be interested to know how much was ad-lib oh, oh i, I bet know. a lot yeah i mean it's on one hand i hate to insult writers like that i'm not trying to yeah. insult like the screenplay writers or whatever but like if you want authentic kids banter and you have authentic kids on set right sometimes you might just let them go yeah. But it felt so natural yeah. and like perfect. It yeah. did. So. It was weird seeing Finn Wolfhard as a foul mouthed uh, class clown after he was. He played basically the Bill character in Stranger Things. That's what I thought. Um, so it I was weird to, to see him. Stranger Things, you don't should. I? What's funny is he annoyed me on Stranger Things. And oh, I he was. Thoroughly enjoyed him in this. No, he was. He's the character. He's the worst yeah. in Stranger Things because he's the. He, I have to be the leader. I have to take control. Everyone do what I say. Yeah. I feel really guilty. Watch me try and resolve that guilt through ordering you around. Right. In this, he was not that. No. Well, no, because he yeah. was right. the funny kid. Right. All, All right, right. So top 10. Number 10. So uh, are these? what are these in order of increasing? Uh, they're not really in too much of an order. They're just top 10 things that James were... going to quit like, the podcast right now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> in order of how it occurred to him. All yeah. right, fine. So, in, yeah, that's that's true. So one and two kind of go together. Um, the time period change didn't really wasn't a big deal for me. It was the fifties to the eighties. But what made it different for me um, was that uh, the monsters that it used in the eighties, yeah, was different than the monsters in the in the book in the fifties. Right, they okay. used more yeah. like Universal based movie house monsters in the fifties. Correct. So okay. they, there's a movie so like Frankenstein's and werewolves, and the mummy. And werewolf, okay. The only one that was the same was the leper. Right. Was oh, the okay. only monster the same? But what in the in the book, kind of Ben and Beverly go to the movies together to a horror movie, and Richie takes them, and um, that's kind of they're developing their fear kind of together, and so it is trying to draw off that and uses okay. those characters. Um, and this one, I liked it better that they did it this way because all of the scary things kind of built something. Like for example, um, God, what was the Jewish kid? Stan. 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 Kickstand. Yeah. So Stan's uh, fear came from the scary picture in his dad's office. Right. Yeah, there was so, this very kind of Picasso woman playing a flute. Or, yeah. Well, no, it was almost, it was more like um, The Scream. The Scream, yeah. yeah. She looked more like The Scream, yeah. but like playing a flute or something. Yeah. Edvard Munch. Yeah, all these yeah. fears came from something in their past, um, you know. Like, yeah, what's interesting is that, like, I think his fear was his dad's office. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just that avatar of his dad's office yeah yeah so that's one and two together because one's the time period and, and right. two is the monster side number three is that uh the character of richie was done very well in the movie i actually thought better than the book in the book he was more of like a voice guy like tries too hard and yeah. this one he's kind of like a little annoying little brother like yeah beep, he was beep, very richie. much an annoying yeah. little brother type yeah, yeah. He, he he did like they had to say beep beep because he would go he would get started on like offensive voices like okay like mexican voices and and jive voices and stuff okay you know in uh, mr mercedes how that how his his young teenage friend will put on the like the black voice uh-huh richie would do that oh yeah. so and it was 
super problematic, yeah. though authentic for what a kid would be doing from what he learned in like 1956 yeah. or something. Yeah. So yeah, I thought Richie was was the best the best Richie so far that I've seen is is 2017 Richie. I feel okay. like that Richie. that's where they got the character the yeah. best yeah. the best okay. transition. Um, but it was neat because Pennywise says beep beep Richie in it, right? Which was kind of a nod to anybody who read the and book. See, I don't I don't think I even noticed that because he he says it in 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 Love Twenty Two Sixty Three. Jake picks up on it quickly. Yeah, no, I yeah. yeah. Now that you mention it, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and he feels real proud of himself. He's like beep beep Richie, got it. <laughs> yeah I'm, I, well it, hey it, i mean yeah. he just went back in time it was literally it was like sure. the, it was like the first thing he picked up um not to bring up my autobiography autobiography of malcolm x that i'm reading uh-huh um, but to totally do that but to totally do that the lindy hop that richie and bevy are uh-huh. doing malcolm x was super into doing oh okay and so they talk about the like the best dancers are the ones where you can just squeeze a hand and they'll do the turn and whatever yeah. i'm like yeah, like Jake taught Bevy and Richie in the <laughs> yeah, book. I know That's about real. This. Jake learned that from Malcolm X. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean wherever you have. can get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the lessons you learned from autobiography of Malcolm X? Uh, how to Lindy Hop, number one. Well, sure. And then time <laughs> number, tra- number two, how to sell drugs. Yeah. That's right. And time travel. Right. Uh, so number five, uh, Beverly Marshall. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. One I'm and two were time around. period and okay, all right. <laughs> I was, you, so you wanted it in the order that you felt <laughs> you was important. Don't. So I'm putting it in the order that you wanted it important. Oh, okay, cool. So number five in uh, service of me. That's right. Uh, Beverly Marsh in the book was more of a badass. I felt that, at least as a kid. Um, so she's the one who had the slingshot. So you know how Mike had the gun. Yeah, that but... didn't. So in the actual book, it was Beverly who had a slingshot because she was the most crack shot with the slingshot. Oh, but it wasn't her slingshot. Said... No, it wasn't, but it was given it to was her. It was Bill's slingshot, wasn't it? Uh... But Bill sucked. They, all the boys sucked at it, and then Bevy was like, let me try. I thought it was Richie's. Was I it Richie's? Be... That actually makes more sense, since Richie basically is Bart Simpson. Well, he was bragging about it, and then she like <laughs> nailed it. So uh, when they went into that scary house, you know how it was Bill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ben, and um, Frank. Oh, not Frank. <laughs> you know, Frank, one of the kids. Frank, that kid that you all <laughs> forgot about? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, with uh, Richie. Um, they went to the house in the actual book. Uh, Beverly went to the house and right. was ready with oh, the okay. shot. So right. she was more of a uh, involved in the actual part. Real quick, can we talk about how Bill was like, well, okay, who wants to stay behind? And the only one who didn't raise her hand was Beverly. Right. And she was the only one who didn't come into the house uh, yeah well yeah i know i just think it's really funny that yeah like she and bill kind of had a thing for each other and they had this perfect opportunity to spend a little yeah quality time together yeah well and but also none of the other guys wanted to go in and right. yet they all did right and she didn't right. well in the movie you got the impression that like all the guys kind of had a somewhat crush on beverly well and yeah in the book, uh, that wasn't really the case uh, yeah that's that's true but I think in the movie, they sort of more put it as, like, all of them were teenage boys, and she was a teenage girl. In her underwear. In her underwear. And then, okay. and then Bill her, and Ben yeah. were like, also, I like her with her clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So please put it back on. <laughs> please, God. Um, number seven. Uh, Patrick. He's <laughs> killing me. You. He's I killing know. me. I'm doing it on purpose now. I know you are. <laughs> Patrick Hockstetter. So in, uh, so in the movie... He oh, you was, mean Burko from Empire Records? He did look yes. like Burko from Empire Records. He Burko. looked just like Burko. Or like a young uh, Kylo Ren. 
I can see it. Yeah. Uh, so in the movie, he goes in the sewer trying to chase Ben or whatever, and mm-hmm. then he, he dies. In the in the book, it's a lot more involved on why he dies. He's more a homicidal guy. You, you, you know, learn a lot more about his Cronus. backstory because of course Stephen you do King. because Stephen yeah. King. Right. Yep. I'm kind of surprised that he. I want to talk about him and his buddy for a second. Okay. Because they both seemed like they were past the point of childhood where Pennywise would have had an effect. You know how... Um, oh, right. Yeah. Is it because he was the sidekick? Because did... What was the what friend's they... name? The leaders. Patrick and Henry. Henry. Henry, well, Henry Boyers. Yeah. So Henry saw the balloon. Right. But he never saw Pennywise. Correct? Well, he saw it on the TV show. I almost feel like the it was the controlling of the adults. Was He was in that middle gray area. So, right. like, for example, he went into, like, he killed his dad. Right. Right. You know, and there was no buildup. There was, like, kind of a buildup that he was treated badly, but never right. really to this, like, extent of I'm going to kill my dad with it. I don't in know. The, in the movie, during the movie, Aaron leaned over and was like, no, don't make him a sympathetic villain. Well, because we had just talked, <laughs> oh. we had just talked earlier that day about how I've, I'm much more caught up on the Walking Dead comics now, and Negan is starting to be a sympathetic character, and I don't want to feel bad for him. Oh, at that changes. All. That changes. Don't worry, you'll be good. Okay, just keep reading. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm as caught up as what I could get from the library. Oh no, you don't. You just uh, once you get the fourth one, you're, you'll be fine. It'll, okay. He'll come back and be even worse. Okay. So, um, but so. Patrick's death in the book was my favorite death in the book. Okay. So, and essentially he is homicidal just like Henry is. Mm -hmm. And they kind of have a sexual scene together too. Okay. Um, Of course. I mean, why not? Do you want to give you a kind of reminder? Yeah. All right. So essentially the kids are in the car car lot thing. And they're hiding because from Henry, and then Patrick comes right. on to Henry. Like, yeah, and then do you want to touch it or something like that? Uh, he offers like oral sex, yeah. or whatever. So Henry yeah. basically punches it and said no, even though he was kind of wanting it. So okay. there's a there was a kind of yeah, it was it was he, it was the thing of the, the that eighties in vogue homophobia where you get the oral sex and then punch the guy in the face and call right. him a bad yeah. word. Uh huh. That. Yeah, okay. so, so that happens, but he's known in school for being, uh, and this is Patrick again, for killing animals. So he has this fridge uh, that he keeps like in near the car um, uh, lot, I guess, that he puts all the dead animals Oh, now see, that's more horrifying than anything Pennywise manifested yeah. as. Yeah. Well, that, what happens... That's what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that the real life stuff, is how worse. messed up people are, yeah. is worse. Also dead so animals, so Stephen King. Yeah. Right. I'm sure at least eight of them were dogs. Right. Because Stephen King. Right. Well, what happens is he opens up the, the fridge and all these leeches like attack him and suck all his blood out and he gets like dragged into the fridge and shut. Yeah. Okay. And like it was one of those like a holy crap. Yeah. I feel um, like in the movie, he and Henry didn't need to be there. Like the no. beginning scenes at the school. Yeah. To establish that the like dazed the and loser, confused. The losers club off. was being right. bullied. Sure. That was necessary. But all of the stuff with Patrick in the sewer and Henry killing his dad, none of that was at all. Like, they could have cut that, and it would not have impacted the movie at all. Uh, Henry comes back in the second part. Well, that's number nine, is that Henry Bowers is basically blamed for all the kid murders. Oh. And so he actually is in jail 
when during the adult time. Yeah. And oh, so okay. in, in the movie, he falls down the well, and so there's not really any kind of resolution of whether he's still around or not. Did right. he okay. die? Right. Um, so yeah, that was in the in that wait in this movie in this movie he remember he was fighting with Mike and then uh, he got pushed and he fell down the well. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, I had um, completely forgotten about that because honestly, that is how much of an impression Henry made on me. Right. The uh, the the scrapyard was a bigger character in the book mm-hmm. because Ben was like into building stuff. Right. They had to like go scavenging for stuff at the scrapyard. Yeah. Okay. Like they had to go find silver to make the silver bullets. Got it. Yep. Okay. Segway. And they found it yeah. at the <laughs> scrapyard. Yeah. They yeah. Found a whole like, bunch of silver lying. They around? found like a uh, like solenoid. Like silver soldering stuff. Now oh, remember, okay. it didn't have to be silver. They just had to think it was silver. Right. They had to. Oh, they okay. had to It was silver believe, colored, so it was silver. They, right. They had to believe yeah. it would Got work. Got it. Right. So eight we already covered, which was the sewer sex versus blood circle kind of right. thing. Uh, Ugh. Yeah. That the 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 cutting of the hands was like, come on, you guys, that's gonna get infected. <laughs> yeah. Do, in, in in part two, does Pennywise manifest as like hepatitis? Right. <laughs> yeah. Baby boomers might not remember that they have this disease. It's called Hep C. Yeah. Ugh. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that commercial? There's literally a commercial that's like, baby boomers might have forgotten that they have Hep C. Yeah. But no. you do. <laughs> Get this pill. <laughs> Please. No, I have not seen that. That's yeah. great. We're tired of the blood circles. <laughs> uh, number 10. Um, so when they finally... <laughs> I'm just picturing baby boomers every year getting around in blood circling. <laughs> We won't get it this year. We didn't get it last year. Do you take the pill? Sure. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so number 10. See you next high school reunion. <laughs> this is a I, big blood circle. Why do our friends keep dying? <laughs> oh, boomers. It's not a big blood circle anymore. Their <laughs> yeah, friends keep yeah. dying of hep C. Yeah. But there's so many of them, it doesn't matter. Right. Does hep C exactly. kill you? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. That's the one Pamela Anderson has, right? I think it can if you yeah, don't, she's a baby if you don't treat it. I think it. like yeah. lots of. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. So enough about Hep C. <laughs> number ten is actually Hep C. Uh, number ten is uh, the death. Well, quote unquote, the death of Pennywise at the end was much more of a like fight 'em punch battle. In the book is, but you can't really do that in the movie. So I was kind of okay yeah. with it. But in the book, it's much more mental. Yeah. Okay. Uh, towards him, they they had a lot of the movie was changed to be. Uh, scary because the book would have images that would be silly to see on screen. Okay. Like Mike's thing was a big, huge bird. Yeah. Okay. Which would have looked dumb. Okay. But when you're reading it and you're seeing it through Mike's eyes, you're like, holy shit, this bird. But seeing it on screen, you'd be like, a bird? Yeah, they'd have to make it some kind of like horrifying dinosaur bird or something. Exactly. Yeah. I I think they did a good job with the monsters. I think so too. Uh, Yeah. So... Number four, which is the second to last one, uh, is I, you. I know not you how do. numbers work, Chad. I know. Uh, I really can't stand what the movie did with Mike. Yeah, uh, making so, him into basically a nothing character, like a token character. Right. Well, in the book, his parents aren't dead until like he's an adult and they died naturally. Right. Okay. Um, you know, that's the reason why he stayed. Like he, his dad was a librarian, so he's a librarian. He's doing what his right. dad did. Presumably, um, his parents also stayed in Derry. So he had a reason to stick around? I think his dad died in a freak accident. 
um, from what I'm remembering. I mean, in this two seconds ago, you said, but later, but way causes. later, but wait, 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 later. Um, natural causes, you know, like that time of no, building. No, 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 fell you're right. You're right. Gravity you're right. is a natural. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. You know what? You know, you know, you know what? Fair. Gravity is a natural cause. <laughs> Screw you guys. But um, <laughs> no, but it like in the movie, it's like uh, his parents are dead because they were burned to death. And right. he's now killing sheep because his grandpa's mean. And it really <laughs> for the re- for the record for those who haven't seen the movie, his grandfather owns like a, the a, a sheep like the slaughterhouse. Yeah. yeah, so he's enlisted the help of Mike in the work on the the farm. Yeah, they didn't just shift Patrick's animal killing thing. Yeah, to they weren't just like an then... officially adult sanctioned activity. Yeah. <laughs> they got together. They loved it. Where's my fridge? Um, I just didn't like what they did with Mike. No. They, they, right. they took away everything that made Mike Mike in the book. And what my one of my favorite parts of the book, which I'm sure other people would disagree, is the transition between sections of the book were parts of his book, which is the kind of uh, biography mm-hmm. of Derry. Yeah. And okay. so you learn about a time in Derry's past in which it came back and killed people. And it's the book written by Mike. Right. As opposed to the random newspaper articles that Ben found. There's right. those I'm two. sure he finds yeah. those. But yeah. that was really all that we found out about. Right. Yeah. So you get to see, like, the the, the gangs. Yeah. Basically, like, this gang comes into town. And, like, they basically have taken over the town until the entire town shoots them. Yeah. And then okay. just, like. Murders and slaughter. And then them. just. And the cops are like, I don't know. Something happened. Didn't see anything. And everyone's like, yep. More milk? Okay. Well, they alluded to one of them, uh, which was the uh, Easter massacre. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. yeah. No, that was a different... That was not the slaughter of the gang coming in. Oh. Right. The Easter one was the one where the it was near the... The, the ironworks, ironworks blew up. Ironworks yeah. blew up. And then, yeah. So you saw the kid's head in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that was in the book. Uh, so it was kind of a nod there. I'm really interested to see the second part now. Yeah, me too. Because I feel like the second part might actually be the better part. Like for for the this type, one, for the type of for the for, if we're looking at this from the perspective of which varieties of Stephen King do I like best? Yeah, I think I'm gonna like the adult part best. It delivers on a lot of promises that this one made. Correct. Yeah. Last one. Okay. Last one. Uh, the bike silver. Yeah. It was, was alluded to, but it was... Yeah. It was a character in the book. Yeah. Okay. It. Um, Bill wouldn't... He would say... He'd, they did They did a hi-ho silver away. Like that was it. When Ben was in the library <laughs> and they were riding bikes outside. Okay. Um, in the book, hi-ho silver away, and, he, and he, his bike is like this monster. Okay. It's like not not Stephen King monster, but like it's a large bike, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And like Roar! no no one can ride it but him because it's so big that he's the only one that's like tall enough and strong enough to okay. push the pedals. Okay. And he has to stand up to do that. Okay. And so he says "Hi ho, silver away," and he never stutters, and he he like it's like a rallying cry for the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. That is, it's like a through line through the book. Yeah. Okay. And it even like says in the book, the only reason we're alive now is because of silver. Right. Okay. So, so that's kind of my yeah. Top ten in random order. To annoy you, I'm <laughs> never ten, coming back. Ten things. <laughs> ten things. Uh, um, ten things. <laughs> um. So let's see. Um. I have noticed 
between this and I figured out that I can, in fact, watch American Horror Story this season. Yeah. I think I'm over my fear of clowns. Yeah. Like, well, I still find traditionally fun, quote unquote, funny clowns, like unsettling, but like the intentionally scary. Those clowns in. Uh, like, Pennywise is way more upsetting to me when he is just a clown right. than he is when he gets the piranha face. Sure. Yeah. The clowns in American Horror Story, um, they're, not, they're not scary. Those are masks. That's not yeah. like it would be the same thing as saying like the scream killer was a clown. Like yeah. it's just a scary mask. It's not a clown. The, Except for Twisty. Tw- Twisty. Who's only been in one scene In so one far. comic book recreation. Yeah. Um, right. He's the sort of clown that I find scary where the mask is on your face. And that's yeah. the, the, the Pennywise is as well, where you've painted the face on right. your on your on your face. Yeah, icy yeah. yeah. style. I genuinely liked the way Pennywise looked in here. And I, I, when I looked at the pictures going into the movie, I was like, eh, you know, yeah, it's okay. But like actually seeing it, and you know, um, the one thing that was cool is that the line of his face uh-huh. yeah. is where his his face like his, opens yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. So that was neat. But they the, also made him like a, a, a correct era clown. Yeah. Which was like a, a turn of the century, yeah. turn of the 20th century clown. Yeah. Sorry, one last point. Sure. I loved the circle. The, so not the actual like cutting, because I'm with you. I was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Stop ow, it. That's ow, glass that you ow. found on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not even like no. somebody's personal pocket. Knife. Right. But I, I looked back online and the order they leave is important. Yeah. Is it the order that they. No. Like the reverse well, order. Of I, how I know. They cut I know one. I know. Most but Mike wasn't the last one to leave, which was weird. Well, Bill was the last one to leave, right. and Ben was the last one before that. Right. And Ben well, is Mike. Bill and Ben and uh, Bill and Bev and Ben. I hate it. Um, <laughs> being the last three to leave is is super important. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the but love triangle, quote yeah, unquote. It, it's more of a love triangle in the book. Yeah. And it's it'll be more of a love triangle in the yeah. movie, I in the sure. second movie. Yeah. They could have thrown Mike out of this movie and wouldn't have yep. done anything different. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I didn't matter about his order, but the order of the rest of the kids did matter. It's, okay. Yeah. And, and, and why, why, is it, why is that? Why, why, is it, I, why should, does it matter? That can we spoil the future book? movies? The movie? It's going to ruin your next movie. So, I, this well, is something Well, the next movie's coming out in, like, four decades. It will right. ruin the book right. for How you. about this? How about this? Spoilers for the book and the movie that isn't out yet. So okay. if you're if so if this is if you're listening to this and you don't want to be spoiled on a movie that isn't out yet or the book, skip ahead thirty seconds. Um Stan is the first to leave. Okay. And Stan is the one that doesn't come da- back to Derry because when he starts remembering, mm-hmm. he kills himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Eddie was second because he's the second to Okay. Yeah. No, see, that's that's a kind of spoiler that, yeah. like, I, I don't that doesn't ruin anything. Well, we for didn't me. Really Honestly, it is really it. really hard to spoil something for me in a way that will ruin it for me, yeah. or bother me at all. Yeah. I am the complete opposite of James in that right. regard. Who was your favorite kid, Ben? I liked Bill. I liked Eddie. It might be because <laughs> I am Bill. <laughs> like yeah. out of that group, yeah. I'm Bill. Yeah, I loved Eddie because even though the funny one was um, Richie. Richie like I had to keep looking. I don't know why I can't get Richie. It's my first freaking name in the book. Eddie and Stan, I can't. I couldn't keep them straight to save my life. I didn't like Eddie in the book at all. Okay, 
I and Stan was barely in the book, so it didn't really matter. But Stan was barely in the movie. Yeah. Uh, but Eddie in the this movie was the one who was just talking so fast, just like yeah. a normal kid would do. Yeah. But if you actually listened and caught it, they were hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I laughed more at Eddie than Richie. probably on par with Richie. Okay. Because those their interaction together was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but oh, yes, no, I Dan... just want to go read the book, and I can't yet because I've got other stuff I have to read first. Well, yeah. but... The characters in the movie are like I loved Richie and Eddie in the movie, and I hated them in the book. And I liked Bill. And... I don't even care about the kids. I just want to read the grown-up part. Yeah, I want I want to fill in the blanks of the story that I right. don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's it's a well it's an amazingly crafted book. Yeah. I mean it's Stephen King. Right. Um, my favorite interaction was bill and was ben and bev yeah um the new kids on the block recurring thing <laughs> yes was, was so was good amazing yeah like yeah um and i liked how he was like um please don't go baby it's the from the thing okay you're gone like yeah he was they they captured like that feeling mm-hmm. so well of like you're talking to me. Why are you talking to me? I mean, okay, we're talking, uh, uh, talking, and you're gone. Okay, well, uh, okay, see ya. You're gone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, they were really... The whole movie, I thought, was really well cast. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, in in general, Bill Skarsgård yeah. is... He was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when he's... And I felt the same way about Tim Curry in that role. Like, when they're behind the makeup... You tend to forget that that's an actual real person, right? Which is what's creepy about clowns to me. Mm-hmm. But I felt like he brought an earnestness and subtlety that made that made that character unsettling to me. Yeah, in a way that Tim Curry was a little over the top. Uh huh. So I, I, I watched a uh, – he was on the, on the Late Show. I forget yeah. which okay. one. And he was talking about how he got I think into he was character. On, yeah. I thought it was Jimmy Kimmel. but I, I think, think he was on um, James something. James Corden? Corden, yeah. So he talked about how he got into character. And the one thing that was neat for me is that he was like, I read the book. I know Pennywise's background. And I made it where I was an alien. I'm not from here. I'm not right. from Earth. And mm-hmm. so like the best um, kind of – what emanated and made me love his character is when he was in the sewer at the beginning and he started laughing uh, with him and then stopped at a point when he wasn't supposed to stop laughing. Right. right. Like he was just like, is this, right. you can are always we, tell like, are is we this what we're now? supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he played an alien. If, and if you watch it again, uh, he played an alien fantastically. Yeah. Okay. Um, st- uh, the part from the book that I absolutely, I found it too far fetched was, um, the alien thing. They mm. go back in time to the beginning <gasps> of time. Time travel? Yes. No, uh, yeah. So uh, the the universe was from a turtle throwing up. Right. The the universe is. Did you see all the turtles in the movie? The universe. I noticed there was a turtle thing. The universe. The universe being related to turtles is a is a Stephen King taking other people's drugs. Uh. Well, universal <laughs> creation thing. There's okay. a there's a Native American thing going on there, no. um, but in in the Dark Tower, it's turtles on turtles huh. deal too. Um, but they go back to the beginning of time, but they stay in Dairy and they basically watch this alien come and basically plant seeds so that 
when Derry is built up. Okay. Pennywise is already sort of established in the in sewers. That space. Right. Okay. Interesting. And it, it did, I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we have to get back to our present time. I'm like, and this like three quarters of the way through the book. Like it's one of the big like, oh, he's an alien. We have to defeat him. We know that because we just came back from the creation of the universe or something. Like that's. I'm like, this is too far. That's I, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I I prefer him as just he is evil manifest. Right. And then in the dark, as we've said before, in the dark tower, there is another being like Pennywise mm-hmm. that they encounter that yeah. thrives off of laughter. Right. I wasn't Pennywise a character or something had Pennywise lives in it. Well, in, in the dark, in, in the, the dark, dark tower, tower movie, movie, there's Pennywise. The clown is a sign they find. Yeah. In... It, there's like an old amusement park. <laughs> no one knows what those structures are. It's an amusement park. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that was <laughs> um, rentable. It's, it's super rentable. Anyways, yeah. that's, that's the first movie. That's the first Stephen King adaptation we're covering this year. Yeah. The current one is, if you're just joining us, we're talking about <laughs> it. Um, Hi, I'm the, Chad. <laughs> no. Damn. So final thoughts, Chad? Uh, I would, do you rate it? Like, do you give it like you a, can, out of ten? We I, never have, but you can. You can. I would give it a. You have. You can give it an out of ten, but you have to pick an actual number and not just a random number just no, to fuck with James. <laughs> a two out of ten, which is almost the best. And also, the scale is from negative two to negative. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, you know, what really hurt me on it, is I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was funny, um, funnier than I thought it was going to be. Definitely. Um, I really wish I would have seen it in a packed theater with IMAX. Um, Mark, you can address your emails to chad at chad.com. <laughs> Great. No, but no, I, I like the whole feel like you're in a, a part of it. I guess I the theater was, it's a good theater, but I felt kind of a little too far back and it just didn't immerse me as much as I would have liked. Um, and I don't mean to take that away from the movie, um, but... I'd say eight out of ten. Whereas I was sitting there and I was like, "Man, we're so close to the screen." <laughs> I tried to go for like as middle of the theater as I could because I oh, prefer to good. sit in the farthest back row. Like the very back row is my jam, <laughs> and nobody ever picky. wants to sit back that far. I'm being picked. Next movie we go to, we're sitting in the back, the back row. Excellent. I'm doing an Aaron style. That's right. I. Do you want to rate it or do you want to just... I don't really want to rate it because I'm not prepared for that. No, I mean, I really enjoyed it. This conversation has made me feel like I'm very glad I saw it before I read the book because I really Mm -hmm. don't think I would have enjoyed it had I read the book first because I think that I would have been hung up on all the changes they had made. My overall experience, like factoring in like meeting people and the fact that I prefer to be in a fairly empty theater... Basically, Chad and I can't go to movies together. Sorry. Um, no, <laughs> you don't have to apologize for not wanting. <laughs> Sorry, my opinions liking... differ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, There's the door. <laughs> but like the oh, the whole evening was like a ten out of ten for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun. Removing the fun of the meetup and stuff, and just looking at the movie itself. Yeah, I mean, eight out of ten sounds about right. Yeah. But knowing what I know now about the book. The fact that they didn't work in the grown-ups. Yeah. 
makes me want to knock it way down because it sounds like we're missing a huge part of the story. And I know that they'll get there. But I'm okay with that for one sole reason. And that is now that it's such a big hit that the talent pool yeah. that is capable for this movie now is a whole lot higher than yeah, it would but been I before. Almost Denzel Washington still... as Mike Hamlin. I still <laughs> He's in want one it... scene. <laughs> and, like, and like twice the age that Mike <laughs> yeah. Hamlin should be. Yeah. At that point. Right. Um, Dairy ages you, man. Well, I that's mean... his, that's his one line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben, you got to come back. I don't know what all these books are. <laughs> I can't read. Why was I the one that was left here? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I volunteer for this? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I almost want it to not be a bunch of like really well-known people. I agree. I really, I really loved. The... Or, or you do it so over the top, like, um, Ryan Gosling. No, and... <laughs> no, no. In every role. Ryan Gosling has all of them. Meet the clumps <laughs> fighting it. Oh, God. I'm glad they did, they did his stutter really well. Yeah. I didn't feel like Jonathan Brandis. Was Jonathan Brandis Bill in the original? Yes. That that she recognized the name. Yeah, he was Bill in the original. The guy from Sequest. Yeah, he, he tried too really? hard. Yeah, um, I thought it was great. I thought the stuttering was great in yeah. this yeah. one. It felt natural for me. Um, as of wrapping up, um, I felt this was one of the best Stephen King adaptations I've ever seen. Good. Um, having read the book, I know that there are things that you have to sacrifice. There are things you have to sacrifice to bring a Stephen King book into the movie. And there are things they didn't have to sacrifice that they did anyway. But altogether, I felt like the tone and the feel of it was so rich and so vast and so like um, well done that I re- I really enjoyed it as a Stephen King adaptation. Didn't feel like they'd been like they'd like phoned it in in any way. Um, yeah. For like making the transfer, um, I'm looking forward to the second one. Um, I'm not gonna. I mean, like it's. I'm not gonna read the book in between again. Yeah. But um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with it, and I hope that this, that that this has done so well, will say, hey, if you actually put some production value into your Stephen King adaptations, yeah, things good things happen. Yeah. Well, and the fact that he has spoken so highly of the film, yeah. I think, speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, because I think that he would not repeatedly go on record raving about it right um if it was just like i never saw him say one word about eleven twenty two sixty three. 63 right I, he did say james franco <laughs> <laughs> and then and then james franco shushed him yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i got this let me take over i'm stevie king now <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know how Pennywise manifests for me? James Franco, James Franco taking over for Stephen James Franco King. and Matthew McConaughey just oh. skipping around oh. you holding hands. Oh, God. All and right, saying right, Stephen right. King is no more. Right. Um, That's oh. actually horrifying. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares tonight. Well, Chad, thank you for coming on our show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on um, our show. Would you? <laughs> do you have anything that you want to plug? Uh yeah, there's this really, really good podcast called Unabashedly Obsessed. Uh-huh. That's fantastic. They have a good uh, like following, and you should definitely, definitely be the fourth, fifth, like Patreon for. <laughs> so, all right, we'll t- we'll we'll check that out. It sounds sounds dumb. It's so but... so. Take a podcast uh-huh. and add time travel. Uh-huh. That's this podcast. Hmm. Um... I think I'll pass. 
I'll give it a shot. But I'm going in with, I'm going in with real low expectations. As you should. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, social media? Yep. We have a Facebook group called Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. It's where the magic happens. It is where the magic happens. That was weird. Like, I talk about magic all the time. No, we got don't. magic cards. The gathering. Oh, I did. Oh, that's right. At, yeah, we should. I did, I did give uh, give souvenirs at the at the meetup. Yes. Um, I turned. Uh, I made sure that the the art on the swamp magic land cards that I had was not too specific to a like that it looked like a, a swamp that could exist in the middle of a town. Yeah. And then I crossed out swamp and wrote the barons, and Aaron and I signed it, and it said uh, it meetup twenty seventeen on it. Yeah. So it's in my wallet right now. Nice. That's a good place to preserve it forever. Um, <laughs> all right, good. so I'm we burn it now. So you, oh, no, no, it do doesn't, that. it doesn't burn. Um, <laughs> we, it's magic. so you should join that Facebook group. It's a, it's a great place, and like this vibe of just talking about stuff and mm-hmm. seeing where it takes us is all that all that group is all, all, all the time. So if you don't like clowns, maybe wait a couple weeks. Just wait until a, the it memes die down. Right. We're trying to put them in the comments as much as we can. Um, so uh, we're on Twitter. Yes, we are. At UFO Podcast. Today, the F stands for... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we are individually on Twitter at... Um, I'm at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. Uh, if you do want to be the number four uh, $5 tier uh, patron, uh, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash unabashedly obsessed. Yep. Um, every month we put out, in addition to our newsletter that all patrons get, uh, we put out five recommendations. Uh, the person that doesn't write the newsletter writes the three and the person that does writes the two mm-hmm. of just things we're into, things that we yep. want to tell you about that we don't necessarily talk about on the show. Yep. I have one that I found last night that I was, I was talking to Kristen. I was like, do I talk about it on the show? Do I talk about it on the group? Or do I save it for the recommendations? She's like, save it for the recommendations. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that. I have one already. Do you have any place on the interwebs where you would like people to find you besides our Facebook group? Go to the Facebook group. Okay. I like posting in it. So I didn't I just, know if you were on Twitter. It is literally the the highlight. Of, and I'm not joking at this. It, it literally is. It's our, ours too. I mean, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the highlight of Facebook yeah, no. for me. We are on iTunes and Google and Stitcher Stitcher Play. Stitcher Play. Uh, we are on Google. I mean, you can Google us. Uh, we're on Google Play and Stitcher. Um, if you can find a way to rate and review us, that would be awesome. Yep. Um, also, one more thing about the Patreon. We're having a giveaway. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So when you sign up before Dece- before it turns to December, uh, for each month that you've signed up before that, you get your name in the hat, which will be a literal hat, mm-hmm. um, one time. So people yes. that signed up in July have will get their five names in a hat. I might use my Pikachu hat. Ooh. What do they get? Uh, it's a surprise. There's a, uh, there's the, a box of stuff. The box is literally, it can't be closed right now if because of full. what I just put in. But, I mean, there's posters and there's books and there's DVDs and there's random Some stuff. random yeah. stuff. Blues. Stuff I made over the summer. All this stuff. Um, so you could join. Any level gets you that. Nobody $1. wants your old sandwich from July, James. Everyone wants my old sandwich from July. Um, $1 up through $50 uh, gets you gets your name in. Doesn't it's matter what, what level. Yep. Um, but that's going to do it for us for this week. Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for the use of our theme song, did you guys know there was a ladder down here? And thank you to Emily Cardamus for our logo art. You can find her at Corrupted Gem. 
uh, and then branch out from there onto all her other stuff. Yep, and you can find Jamie on YouTube. His band, A Silent Few, has a channel. That's going to do it for us. Yep. Um, I uh, hope you enjoyed this, uh, this wonderful episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I am James. I am Aaron. You guys, smoking kills. And so does Pennywise. <laughs>